What's up, everybody? This is Play Action Takes, Apollo Media's NFL podcast brought to you by Big City Wings, Houston's wing joint, Apollo's wing joint. They've got specials running pretty much every day of the week, so go check out Big City Wings in the greater Houston area, as this sponsor is also sponsored by Celebrity Men. Go check out their awesome graded collectibles of Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more at CelebrityMint.com. Go check out Celebrity Mint. I am here with just Garrett, and uh, I'm just getting ready for negative two degree weather. Um, Kansas City, yeah. it's going to be pretty gross for the Miami Dolphins, but it's playoff time. We're, we're here. We made it. It's the playoffs. We're both there. Who would have thought? Look at look at us. Look, Hey, look at us. You know, we were, we're all year long. We were like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we were both experiencing, you know, postseason football? Ah, wouldn't that be the dream? And then, hey, here we are. We're both uh, we're both playing Saturday, uh, wild card wild card Saturday. Yeah, and it's gonna be fun, be a fun time. Which I, before we start, I have a fucking bone to pick with the NFL oh, as always. All right. I mean, I'm a little fucking tired of having the first game of every wild card weekend be the Texans game. The for the entirety of their existence. Yeah. <laughs> like for I think every. I think seven times they've made the playoffs in their existence. They've won the division at every single time out of those seven times they've been on the first game on wildcard Saturday. Would you rather, it's just got to be a long running bit at this point. It has to be. Yes. hundred percent. Would you rather be the Sunday at one o'clock or 12 o'clock our time? God's time zone. I would love that. Okay. I would love for once. I would love for once to be on the second day of wildcard weekend. Or maybe the Monday night game, you know, yeah. that'd be, that'd be cool, you know, sure. but the first for having the beat in the first game of wild card Saturday is just kind of like, it's always been a slap to the face. At least this time it's on NBC. Usually it's on ESPN you, and it's just kind of gross. ESPN on Saturdays is just gross yeah, to me. Yeah, that's fair. But this time it's on NBC, which is okay, but I'm a little fucking, t- I'm just tired of it. Tired of it. Give us another day, man. Just give us a different day. You could be on Peacock. Oh, I'm glad we're not. I, you know what? I'm I'm done crying because that sucks. <laughs> as as a Real Housewives truther, we already have Peacock, so it's fine on our end. Like I'm gonna be fine. I already have Peacock, but for the tens of thousands of other Miami fans that are wanting to watch it and can't watch it on local TV because it's on Peacock, and all the Taylor Swift yeah. fans, like this was the greatest NFL ploy of all time is getting Taylor Swift fans to it download Peacock. It ab- absolutely, because you know they will. Because, well, I don't know. It'd be pretty funny if they all got Peacock and Taylor was just like, no, it's too cold. I'm not going. Yeah. And she just doesn't go. I feel like this 100% is one of those games where Taylor would go if it was about uh, 40 or 50 degrees warmer than what it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's just too damn cold for anyone to go and enjoy that. I, so. I think it's getting down to like 10 with negative 8 windshield. Um. Ah, man, that's cold. <laughs> that's some cold weather football right there. Yeah, I was just yeah. in Miami, 75 degrees, sunny, a little breeze, so you can wear a long sleeve and shorts and just be really comfortable. There you go. Yeah, it was it was tremendous. And then I, I got back to Texas, and it turns out it's 30 and windy and oh, yeah. terrible yeah, outside. It's, yeah, it's, it's fucking cold here in Texas, so welcome back. Yeah, this is great. Uh, looks like you're ready, though. Looks yeah, like I'm all bundled up. Ready to go. I got my, my starter jacket on, um, got, got the, the beanie, just... Rocked, rocked and loaded, you know, for negative two degree weather. I'm not going, but I'm going to feel like I am. You should just sit like that 
in your place watching it or wherever I'll put, you go. I'm going to put gloves on. I'm going to crank my thermostat down to 10 degrees if it goes that low. I don't think it does. I actually don't know how low my thermostat goes. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I don't think it's 10. No, but. probably not. I'll try. I'll just <laughs> sit outside yeah. and watch from the window. Yeah, you could try it be out. the same yeah. thing. Um, but we'll get into playoff talk later this week on Thursday. We'll preview everything. Every game from Saturday to Monday. Monday night game is weird. We'll talk about that later. Sorry. Yeah. Your Houston Texans. Our Houston Texans won the AFC South. I'm a little happy boy because winning, getting in the playoffs is one thing. Just straight up winning your division, being first, and just hosting a playoff game at home. Oh, Must be nice. Didn't get better than that. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry we can't share that feeling. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, but... I mean, I'm just glad. I'm just glad we were able to prove something this year. You know, all year long we've been flirting with: Are we a good team? Are we a playoff team? What are we? What are we? I'm like asking about our relationship status. I'm like, what are we? I'm <laughs> constantly overthinking. I'm like, I'm not overthinking this, right? And then, uh, lo and behold, the Jaguars—they choke it all away, and they just hand us the division on a silver platter. So, I I can't believe it. Yeah, so the Texans game, if you want the full recap, go over to Off the Gridiron on Apollo HOU's YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, turn on the notification bells so you don't miss an episode. But Texans like look good against Indianapolis. I won't say they looked tremendous, but they look good and they look good enough. They were able to run the ball a little bit. CJ Stroud, obviously, on the first play of the game, throws a 75 yard touchdown to Nico Collins. Sick. Pretty tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, he had a. He, I was I was talking about on off the good iron, so go check it out from what I was saying. But that was his best. That was CJ Stroud's best game of his career up until this point. I mean, I mean, five five touchdowns is one thing, but going being shorthanded at receiver and also just all the all the injuries that the Texans have collectively going into that game, and then just putting up like a one thirty four passer rating and just basically winning the carrying the team on your back. Yeah, no, that guy's ready. That guy's ready for some playoff football, I think. Yeah, and uh, obviously a lucky break at the end of the game. with The Colts uh, running back just dropping a pass. It wasn't the best pass of all time. It wasn't entirely on target, but it was there, and it hit his hands. He said it in the locker room. I was very surprised. I can't remember what his name is, but in the locker room. Tyler Goodson. He, in the locker room, he goes, it hit my hands. No excuses. Like, that. that's what it is. Yeah, so which he, I, did, I, did, I did see that video, uh, and I was like, awful. Uh, Felt awful yeah, for him. That, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take her dubs. I'm gonna take those because for sure. it's not, it's not often. Hey, man, the Colts, and this is just to, to the Colts fans. I've seen y'all win a Super Bowl. I've seen y'all go to another Super Bowl. I've seen y'all go to the AFC Championship game in the last ten years. Okay, just shut up. All right, you're, you'll have AR next year. You'll be good. You'll be fine. Let us have a chance. Let us have something. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So let's let's get into the AFC South real quick because we did have some breaking news earlier today, a few hours ago, if yes. you didn't see it. Mike Vrabel fired from the Tennessee Titans in a shocking move, to say the least. Yeah. Um, very surprised because you know that video of him at the presser, like right before the game, and he's like kind of got emotional and he was like, We're not fucking done. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll I'll we're gonna play. We're gonna play this game hard, as if it like we are gonna get in the playoffs or whatever. And I mean, that's just to me that was like, ah, uh, yeah. So he's for sure. There's their coach still, right? Yes. And then one, and then one against the Jaguars, and it was like a pretty impressive win. I was like, all right. And then they just dump them. So I don't know what the thought process there. I, I'm really surprised. Yeah, as a 
fan of a team that fired a coach after a, a winning back-to-back winning seasons and missing the playoffs both years, nine and eight. Brian Flores got fired the morning after beating the Patriots in week 18, I guess, of 2021. In a weird, like, he beat them. And we're like, well, we were one and seven, and then we finished nine and eight. Good season. That was good. And then they fired him, like, first thing the next morning. And it was the most mind-boggling thing of all time. But then you start to hear all of the leaks of Brian Flores just being a, a literal cancer in the locker room and just treating people terribly, essentially, players included. I I haven't heard that out of Mike Vrabel. I would assume he has a lot of Belichickian type of tendencies, but I think he's more of a player's coach than a hard ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've never heard anything about Mike Vrabel clashing or be, you know, maybe not clashing, but being like a cancer or, you know, being mean to the players, like Brian Flores was mean to Tua and all right. that, which is still f- very not funny, but it's like, he, he was just bullying his yes. starting court wild. But Maybe I think it's I think it's purely front office shit for Tennessee. I think they want a yes man. I don't mm. think Mike Vrabel is a yes man. He obviously he's a hard ass. He comes from the New England way of like it's my way or the highway, and it's worked out for him. I think he's been one of the better New England umbrella coaching tree coaches, yeah. and you know yeah. forever. Uh, I think it, I think the ownership in the front office really were just like we don't like we don't think you agree with us as much as we want so goodbye that that was my thinking is why did they fire Vrabel and not the GM unless Vrabel was the one pulling all the strings because trading AJ Brown bad decision getting Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback and getting like one and a half good seasons out of him and then not getting another quarterback in the building bad decision relying on Ryan Tannehill and any situation is a bad decision if you ask me and especially that happens in that Chiefs game in the AFC championship where they had the lead yeah. at halftime and then it just all went to shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't think that was a coaching problem. They had a lot of injuries this year. Jeff Simmons didn't play the whole year. AJ Brown's not there anymore. I mean, Deandre Hopkins is fine, but he's older. Ryan Tannehill is like 35, 36 and we know what Ryan Tannehill is. Then you put in Will Levis. Will Levis gets hurt. Derrick Henry's, I mean, he's got a bajillion carries on him. You can't rely on him. 100% of the time anymore. You have no weapons, really, and your defense was kind of hurt. I, it's not on Vrabel, I don't think. It's definitely not on Vrabel because when I see the Tennessee Titans, they're a bad team, but that's yeah. just because they have a bad roster. Yes. Coaching-wise, I think their schemes and how they execute it is like, wow, that's – I mean, they can if they just had more talent, like they would be a fine team. They would be a decent team. Yeah. You know, they just didn't have the talent, and that's why I put it squarely on the front office because it's like, you know – they don't do anything to really address. They just always take steps backwards. And this is Tennessee for forever, you know, the past 20 right. years. They'll just take steps backwards and think they're, you know, doing the right thing. Like trading A.J. Brown was maybe the collapse or the start of a collapse, I'd say. Because no one would – trading your star receiver and then drafting Traylon Burks with, and then maybe thinking that he could replicate that production. Right. That's just that's not that's not good thinking. No, that's not that's not good ball right there. Very, it's not a good ball knowing. Very stupid because he was asking for a hundred million dollars or four or five years. So either twenty to twenty-five million dollars a year, but a lot of that's gonna be signing bonus right off the top. So it's like it's not killing your salary cap situation. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, everybody's got these big deals now. Justin Jefferson Jefferson's gonna get one, Jamar Chase is gonna get one. Obviously, AJ Brown yeah. got one with the Eagles. 
it's not going to kill your salary cap situation. And now it's proved in the NFL that you need the guy at wide receiver on your roster yeah. in order to be Absolutely. an incredible team. Absolutely. This is a receivers league. You know, you think about all the teams that are really good. They have at least one or two really, really good receivers and at least one star receiver. Like think about, I mean, you're Miami Dolphins. Where would you be without Tyreek Hill? Oh, we've you know? seen that. Where would you? Yeah. I mean, it's not, not as good. Not very good. <laughs> not very good. I mean, so trading AJ Brown was like, oh, they became not very good. Oh, you know what? This is Mike Brabel's fault. Goodbye. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's bad. I think it's bad front office work. I think that's a bad front office, which I'm thankful for because we play them. Those are our, our division rivals. So, so now thankful for that in the AFC South, we're looking at the Texans and the Colts as the leaders in the clubhouse because the Jacksonville Jaguars had an eight and three record after eleven or twelve weeks. What if they had their bye week already? I can't remember. Eight and three, controlling their own destiny to the number one seed in the AFC. Not in the AFC South, in the AFC Conference. They had controlled their own destiny after week 11 or 12. And they won one more game. Yeah, no, I mean, to me, it's classic Jaguars. I'm not surprised in the least. Before the season started, Noah, we were always having conversations off camera. He was very convinced that Jaguars were for real. Mm -hmm. And Trevor Lawrence was a top three guy. Oh, I remember. Top quarterback. Yeah, I know, and he was saying he was an MVP. Uh, he was an MVP contention. Oh, and the Jaguars were going to probably be in the AFC. He he said the Jaguars are going to be in the AFC uh, conference championship. I don't because I've seen the Jaguars and how they operate. That's a dumpster fire organization. I have no respect for them, and I knew they were going to choke it somehow. And it wasn't even. I thought that maybe they were going to make the playoffs this year, and they they choked it this year. So they did. That's Jags. That's the Jaguars. They did. Um, they fired their entire defensive staff yesterday, I believe. Yeah, that's, which I, mean, I don't think is the solution, really. I don't. I mean, the defense was fine; it wasn't good per se. But I don't like. I would be making changes on the offensive side of the ball. Maybe make a change absolutely. with your quarterback. I mean, I'm how just do you saying. Thing is, how do you move off of your number one pick from a few years ago? You can't really. No, but for sure I not. mean, you also you do everything by giving them weapons. You give them like a pretty solid offensive line. It's not the best offensive line. It's pretty solid though. Give them Tyreek, or excuse me, you give them Calvin Ridley. Evan Ingram has a, over a hundred receptions this year. You have ETN. I mean, Tank Bigsby yeah. is fine. Like, like do they have they they've given him weapons and he's been taking steps back. So I don't know if this is a Trevor Lawrence problem. I don't know if this is just like a cursed a cursed dumpster fire franchise. That might be that. I don't know. I mean, but I'm glad. Like I said, I'm glad that they're fucking. They're bad. I'm glad they're, they they can't do anything. Yeah, and their offensive line was a little banged up this year. Cam Robinson obviously leaving just many games on the table with injuries. Um, I would like to point out that the Miami Dolphins had the least amount of percentage of snaps from starting offensive linemen in the entire league. Had 19 different starting offensive linemen uh, combinations and 22 different combinations in total. Tua threw for the most yards in the NFL, 45, 4,600 yards. Like, and it obviously the last game, the last couple of games, not very pretty, but led the league in passing yards and had a good, had 101 passer rating, which only two quarterbacks have had over the last two years, Brock Purdy and Tua Tungavaloa. Trevor, you have the weapons, you had the offensive line, you have this mastermind offensive minded head coach and Doug Peterson. Why do you turn the ball over six times a game? 
yeah, why why do you just constantly throw interceptions and miss easy throws all the time? It's weird. He just leaves he leaves huge plays on the table, which in Clemson he he made all kind he made every kind of play on the field. Whatever he Any wanted. kind of play in the, he was he was got he was the goddamn second coming when he was at Clemson. Everyone was like, I've never seen anyone like this. This is one of maybe the best quarterback prospect of all time. He makes every play happen. It gets to the NFL and it's just that goes out the window because a lot of those throws he missed on that last drive against Tennessee, a lot of guys in the league could, could drive against Tennessee in that situation, especially yeah, our guy, CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud would it. make throw. I mean, we've seen it. He's done that. And Trevor Lawrence has got two years on him and was a number one pick and has been to a natty and was one a natty. Like he's, he's been there, done that with everything. And he just, can't get it done even with the most weapons and help in the world. So I don't know what you do if you're Jaguar the Jaguars. You gotta keep them still. You make him cut his hair. Maybe the hair's the problem. Dude, honestly, that maybe it was a, it's like a Quinn Ewers thing, right? Not very good. Kills the Came mullet. in so much hype. Mullet, like you you're doing your thing, yeah. you think you're hot shit. Cut got got a haircut, took Texas to the sugar bowl. You know? Like Pretty good. took him yeah, like that. It was a good it was a good I think a haircut will. It's like the opposite well. of Samson in the Bible. All of the power came yeah. from not cutting his hair. Maybe Trevor Lawrence gets all of his power from cutting his hair. Yeah, no, he's just get him a nice follows, fade. We, we know he's a big Bible boy, you know. Yeah. and I think if he kind of went against the Bible just a little bit, he might have some Maybe. success. In Maybe, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying, hey, he's like, hey, just change it up a little bit, Trevor. You know, change it up. Maybe do the exact opposite, like that story you're just saying. Cut your hair. I bet you look kind of cool with the haircut. Go out there and start slinging it. Maybe you can be like a more bad boy quarterback. Yeah. Once you're like a bad boy quarterback of Jacksonville, then people start to fear you a little bit. Get like no a get a TikTok boy haircut where it's like kind of just flowing out the front right here <laughs> with a little McCarthy. fade. Yeah. Yeah. Get a GJ McCarthy do. You know. There we go. Now we're cooking, Trevor. <laughs> just take some advice. Trust us on this one. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Yeah. So the AFC South going to run through Houston and Indianapolis for the foreseeable future. If you ask me, I don't have faith in Jacksonville and obviously Tennessee getting rid of a, what we think is a very above average coach, if not like a top tier coach. I mean, he's going to be coveted and coaching Good free coach. agency. He can, he's going to have the yeah. pick of the litter probably. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I don't know where he'll go, but I mean, someone, someone, some team, a lot of teams are going to want him. It's very badly. It's going to so. be the New England Patriots. I could see that. That's what's gonna. I happen. mean, that makes makes the most sense. Yeah, get get you a younger, younger, harder, harder Bill Belichick, but more player friendly, probably. Most likely, hundred yeah. percent. Actually, actually able to relate. Yeah. Um. So yeah, AFC uh, South talk. Let's talk to the, about the AFC East real quick because I I um uh yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, buddy. That was that was brutal. That was a brutal stretch. In the season, I mean, <sighs> what were the Bills at one point? Six and six. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, that's. Uh-huh. I would. I would turn into the Joker. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm surprised you haven't like cut into your fucking face. Yet. Nine and three. Lost yeah. the division. Yeah. I mean, hey, you still made it. I think you're more dangerous as a. I think you're more dangerous as a road playoff team. You know why not us? Right why not us? So I'm, that exactly. You win the division. See what the Texans have now is like, oh, your first place team. Now first place expectations. Mm-hmm. I, 
a, a team that doesn't win their division, it's the why not us chip on our shoulder Maybe. underdog mentality. Yeah. So, Maybe. I mean, you have that now. Um, so I went to the game in Miami in our season tickets. Um, did you – it was on, I think, the last drive, maybe the second to last drive. Tyreek dropped the ball, which ended up having defensive holding on the call, so we got an automatic first down. didn't really matter, but he catches the ball. It's a 55-yard touchdown, 60-yard touchdown. Um, no one's behind him, just no one. And I, I've never, like, truly fallen to my knees before watching a sports moment, like, in my house, in my apartment, at a game, never done it before. I literally fell backwards onto my back on the ground in Hard Rock Stadium when that happened. And just, I mean, when the punt return happened. uh, uh. The punt return was like, oh. (laughs) Because I I loved Miami's chances up until that point. We were doing fine. Whoever your special teams coordinator is, he's got to go. We fired him last year, and then we brought in a new guy. And he's been better this year, but then that happened. And obviously, Baltimore had a really long return, too, on the kickoff, I think, as well. So, not great. That was just parting of the Red Sea Uh on that. Yeah. I mean, it was just, yeah. I mean, that after that, it was like, oh, Buffalo is like a team of destiny in this division, I think. You know, winning out, going through that gauntlet. And we were talking about Sean Sean McDermott being fired at one point. Ever since the 9-11 stuff came out, they're 5-0. Yeah, no, I mean, and we were talking about that and be how funny it was and how, like, unhinged it was. They Buffalo became an unhinged team of destiny in, in y'all's division, which, listen, man, it happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It fucking happens to the best of us. I remember I remember having to watch Tennessee. We've talked about it. We talked about it earlier in this episode. I, I remember watching Tennessee in the AFC Championship game, 9-7, and seven, and I was like, wow, that would be nice to make it to the AFC Championship game if they win. I'm going to be sad. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, they didn't because the Chiefs were the Chiefs. Right. But hey, I, I've seen it firsthand before. Teams in your division like come back and be the team of that division, the team to beat of that division. So, yeah. But like you said, you got underdog. You got chip on your shoulder now. Yeah, I just want to point this out about that game. I think the Dolphins are up seven nothing in the second quarter. Already had two turnovers at that point. Eli Apple has a, a has a pick, and Eli Apple hasn't done anything this season worth of like anything good. Um, So it's on this dolphin sideline or this is happening towards the dolphin sideline around the 30, 35 yard line. Eli Apple is matched up on Stefan Diggs, who just went through motion. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is sprinting over there telling Eli Apple to get off of Stefan Diggs because he is shadowing him. Eli Apple then goes, waves him off. Just, I got this one. Instant gives up 65 yards down to the five-yard line. And then on third and goal, where they could stop them and it'd be a 7-3 game, or maybe it was 14-7 already at that point. And then or no, it was it was seven, seven nothing at that point. So you keep the lead at seven three, you stop them on third and goal. They bat the pass out of the air, except for it just floats. And Eli Apple had already cut the route. So if it was a true pass, he probably intercepts it or bats it down. No touchdown, no harm, no foul. As soon as it got swatted, Eli Apple just put his head down and started running towards the Bills sideline for some reason, and Trent Shurfield catches it in the back of the end zone, 7-7, and then we didn't run the ball in the second half. And I, I've i just like experienced this far too many times in the last 25 years. 
week 18, week 17 in the past. It's not our week. It never will be our week. We are the Miami Dolphins. We will always be the Miami Dolphins. This is who the Miami Dolphins are. Frauds uh, can never get it done in the, in the point in, in the time that matters. It's just I, I'm broken. I am a broken human being. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything you were just saying, it, like if it happened to me, I this would have to be shown in court. You know, in a courtroom. Yeah. Like I get it. I understand. Or I mean, I don't really understand because like we were fully talking about the Dolphins. Oh, wow. The Super Bowl team and the AFC to, oh, they're going on the road to play in negative a million. (laughs) Yeah. More more than likely the road is Kansas City, Baltimore, Buffalo at all three of those places. Yeah. I was fully prepared for the Texans to be a road team and I was like, not going to win the first round, probably going to be playing like a, a big dog on the road. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now we don't have to, but now you have to. Yep. And I'm like, that's, I think you could fully beat Kansas city. Whoever's after that is like, that's, that's a problem. It's going to be a problem. So Tyreek, well, by the way, Tyreek coming home in oh, yeah. reven- Tyreek revenge game. So script writers all were all, all over it. Just all over it. They, they yeah, this was this was quite the matchups that were made set that were set this past weekend. Yeah, Mike McCarthy in Green Bay. Tyreek coming Mike back McCarthy. home to KC. Matt, Matt Stafford in Detroit. Matt Stafford in Detroit. Jared Goff in LA. Yeah. On oh, the yeah. same map. <laughs> oh yeah. It yeah, that's a lot of oh uh Deshaun watching from from his the, from the, the suite. Presser. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if Deshaun was playing though? Man, that would Fucking, that place would be rocking. I, that place. I, I think rocking. a lot of crimes would be committed <laughs> in the stands. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, AFC East, while a, a roller coaster at the end, especially because like I don't want to say we saw it coming. Like y'all had the chance, but Buffalo was on a goddamn hell path. They were on a. They were. They were on a. They were. They were going for it. They were going. They were gunning for it. They get lucky against. Giants probably should have lost to the Patriots there. They had one other game where they got lucky. They're close. There's like close three games that they sh- probably should have lost that they ended up winning, and and the Dolphins should have won the Tennessee game up 14 with two minutes left, three minutes left. I mean, how do you lose that game? Yeah, it's just typical Dolphins. Um, I'm back. <laughs> it's uh, it's basketball season for me. Um, hockey season, baseball's right around the corner. You know, getting really excited. You got the you got the you got the offs, man. You got the offs coming up. I know. I well, think y'all Skyler Thompson isn't starting for the Dolphins exactly. this time around. So that that is a plus. Tua did play 17 games. So that's pretty good. Yeah. No, I I I think it's a I think y'all have a fine chance. I think yeah. y'all have a fine chance in the offs. I'm back. I got I got my starter jacket on. I got the toboggan on. We're good. I'm back. Negative two? It's not even that cold. Dude, run just Devon HN, just fucking just run H-N, it forty times H-N. for the love of God, just exactly. run it forty times because it worked in the first half. Just do it. Most most of it needs to play. Yeah, Mostert and Waddle, fingers crossed, they're back. Um, I I definitely think Waddle's playing. I hope Mostert's back to take the workload off of HN. We'll see what happens. We'll preview that on Thursday. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk more about it later. Yeah. Um, speaking of later this week, Big City Wings, marquee location, Texans yes, watch sir. party with Texans apology. watch party. 
Yes, sir. 3.30 Saturday uh, when the game starts, Central Time. Be there, be, you know, be there or be square because we're going to be drinking beer and having a good time eating delicious appetizers uh, and maybe hanging out after if they have Peacock. I don't know. Maybe you can watch the, the Miami game there. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, off a marquee location off of Katy Freeway. So be there. 3.30 on Saturday. Big City Winks. Shout out for them to for sponsoring Apollo Media and this show as well. Um, love some Big City Winks. Just the best wings we've had in this great state of Texas. You know, you can't go wrong with Big City Winks. Crispy, juicy, flavorful, saucy. Love it. Great beer. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but lastly, the Green Bay Packers and the Pittsburgh Steelers steal the last two playoff spots in the NFC and the AFC. They snuck in there with like nine wins. Did the Steelers get 10? Steelers might have got 10. Steelers did get 10, got which 10. is pretty crazy. Which we said you had to have 10 wins to get make the AFC playoffs, and everyone had 10 wins or more. Um, yep. Yeah, the Packers sneak in. The Bears couldn't do it. Um, the Bears Super Bowl was lost once again on Week 18. Shout out to Bears fans. Justin Fields, are you staying? Are you going? I don't know. But Jordan Love, it is seems here. it seems seems pretty split. Honestly, mm -hmm. some Bears fans are saying well, we want it. We want to stay. Other Bears fans and also fans of other teams in the division are saying I, I hope or the 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 Packers fans were saying they hope Justin Fields stays. Yeah, because they love paying him. Some Bears fans want him to stay. Some Bears want, want Bears fans want him to leave for like Drake May or Killer Williams or something. No idea what's going to happen. Don't even know what's going to happen with Eberflus. You know, like no Bears have some decisions coming up. And also, also shout out to the Packers because like I think at one point, honestly, I never really counted them in at all this season. I was just mm -hmm. kind of like, ah, oh, they'll be there. You look at Jordan Love's numbers at the end of the year, and you're like. Oh, wait, holy shit. Second he's most passing touchdowns. Yeah, he's over 30 and like a few rushes. Like, they're good. Like, we're not, they're not maybe not great, but like, they're fucking, they can, they can play. They can play, man. Yeah, because every, shout out to them. Every time we talked about the Packers in this season, they had a big game. Jordan Love looks good. He's like Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. It's the same like jump throws and just perfect, weird passing that they would always do. And then the next week, yeah. they would lose to the Giants in primetime. And we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa what happened? What are, we, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? And then earlier in the season, they lose to the Falcons. We're like, this team stinks. What are we doing? He lined up on the right guard. He didn't even get under center to take a snap and <laughs> fell over. Like, what are we doing? And then the next week, he just goes off. And it's like, oh, okay. I mean, sure. The fourth quarter comeback against the Saints early in the year. We're like, huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of ups, a lot of downs for them. And they still ended up. Uh, I, I didn't know who was going to get that last spot. I was thinking it might honestly might have been like the Saints. Saints, but, Seahawks. Yeah, they were, everybody was kind of in there, yeah, right? They were, they were all gunning for it, and the Packers were just that one team that no one really thought they would make the playoffs, but ended up they're a playoff team. Yep. So shout out them. That's cool. And Dez has already had flashbacks. Yeah, the, but come on. Like, I mean, I don't see it either, but I can see where he's coming from because, I mean – I don't know if you can ever get over that kind of sports trauma. Yeah, especially I mean, the 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 catch that never was, and also that that insane Aaron Rodgers the double drive. Hail, hail Mary drive. <laughs> yeah, double Harry, uh, yeah, the uh, the one the Jared Cook catches it on the sideline. Yeah, yeah I mean, crazy, crazy, t crazy games with those two teams in the past in the playoffs, and. We're honestly pretty lucky to get another one. Yeah. Maybe, hopefully, it's another crazy game. We'll see. It'll be fun. And then the Steelers um, are, like, not a good team, and yet they're 
they won 10 games and they could absolutely beat Buffalo on the road. Like no doubt in my mind that they could, I don't believe that they will, but there's also the other side of me that's like Mike Tomlin's just going to like will them to win. Like they're just going to hurt Josh Allen somehow. And they win. I really, if that's, if that's the, I mean, I really do this. Is, so there's always going to be this one game on wild card weekend where it's like, uh, the team got blown out because uh, they just they kind of just stumbled in yeah. and they're like, who are we playing? Oh, Josh Allen, and then Josh Allen puts forty on your head. Mm-hmm. You know, like this might be like that game, but especially because T.J. Watt is going to be out. That's he unfortunate. Yeah, already, he, that is unfortunate. He's confirmed out. But like you said, like they, Mike Tomlin will have this team being physical. They're always physical. They are. They are a really physical, well coached engine. So. Who knows? I think it'll be a blowout. But like you said, you never fucking know with the t- Steelers. Because a few weeks ago, we were like, they're so cooked. Mitch Trubisky's out here starting games and being bad. They're so cooked. It's crazy. Yeah. And then Mason Rudolph descends down from like an angel and just leads them to the playoffs, which is insane to me. So Because funny. they have been not very good at all this season. I will go back to week four when the Texans put 30 on their heads. Like we weren't even that good around then, and we fucking no. dominated them. So, Steelers are continue to be one of the most confusingly impressive teams in the league <laughs> with Mike Tomlin at the helm, and he will never, ever, 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 ever be fired ever in his life, and he will never have a losing season ever, ever, ever. He's like Don Shula, legitimately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's just... got a Super Bowl and. Lost a Super Bowl, but won a Super Bowl, and then has never had a losing season. I think Don Trula had like, one or two. Tomlin's up there is one of the best coaches of all time, which is wild because he's still active and he's his the end is nowhere in sight for him. So yeah, it's uh, the opposite of Bill Belichick, where he wrote a, a 20, 20 year run with Tom Brady to success, and then ever since Tom Brady left and before Tom Brady was there, uh, not great, not good. Yeah, it doesn't matter who's that quarterback yeah. for the. Pittsburgh Steelers apparently because they're just going to win eight plus games every year and now nine plus they're games. Gonna, yeah, they're going to just figure it out with their front seven and maybe you want a hot take right here. <laughs> a, I'm a huge. A I'm a huge. Obviously, obviously, I'm a. I'm the hugest Texans fan. Hugest for sure. I think T.J. Watt has officially become better than J.J. Watt. Mm. I think so, dude. T.J. Watt. He's, I mean, JJ unfortunately had those injury problems. TJ Watt, like, he's he's insanity. He's insane. He's nutty. Like, do we? He think- also does more. I mean, he's he play he's in coverage sometimes. So, I don't know. Do we? Do we I think, think TJ has a better season than JJ's MVP non MVP season? That's the only thing that JJ probably has on him at this point is the craziest season for a defensive player ever, in my opinion. But he had three defensive but, touchdowns, like five or three offensive touchdowns, and then yeah, twenty sacks. Two defense. Yeah, I mean, like that was crazy. That was he had a million TFLs. Like, yeah, that was insane. That's the only thing JJ has on TJ. But TJ is going to have just he's going to like lead the lead sacks every just year. Just every year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he has he, he did it again this year. He's nineteen. You know, he had almost 20 sacks this year. Like it just completely flew under the radar too. And it's because he just does it all the time. So DJ is crazy and the Steelers are crazy. They're always going to be a crazy team. Love it though. I like, I like the Steelers when the Steelers are good and in the playoffs, it's good for football, I think. So. All right. Right off the riff. What are the four teams that are really good that make the NFL better? 
like when those teams are good, the NFL's better. Um, I think Steelers won. Mm-hmm. I think I think the other one is the Packers. So okay. good year football currently. Um, I do think I do think when the Niners are good, it's he goes they have so much history, but they're mm-hmm. not annoying about it. So like the Niners being good is good for football. Uh-huh. I, man, I don't. You gotta I, say it. I wanted to say. I wanted to say Dallas. You gotta say. <laughs> no, but they're 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 so annoying about it though. Like, yeah. Yeah, I like when their team is always good and in the playoffs. But you're just being like, yeah, no, that's what we do, you know. But not like an obnoxious, you know. Well, like, yeah, that's fair. That fourth team, a toss up between like Dallas or Dallas, not not New England. Fuck New England. Uh, honestly, uh, I think, you know what, you know what, in my opinion, Seattle. Okay. I think when, yeah, I think when and Seattle's good, team. it's like, yeah, yeah. And I think it's good. Just, they have all around good vibes, all around great vibes. Okay. And they've been, they've had enough success in the last 10 years where it's like, they've got the history now. Pete Carroll's so likable. They, you know, they have cool uniforms, cool stadium. I think when they're like in the playoffs and doing their thing, it's like, okay, cool. All right. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. They missed missed it this year, unfortunately. Yeah, so correct answer is the Cowboys, but I don't hate it. That's not bad. Um, I don't want the Cowboys to be good. I know. Ever. I'm <laughs> just saying it's way better. Their fans are very funny. Living in Dallas now, I've like got like the full season of it. I only experienced oh, sure. it from afar, and now I've seen it in person, and it's it's very fun. It's very funny. I'm sure. To I'm sure they are. Every day. They are head cases. They are head cases. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this weekend. Saturday, Saturday afternoon, three thirty, big city wings, marquee location, and Katy, right? Cool, cool, cool. Yes, off the Katy, well, off the Katy freeway. freeway. There we go. The marquee location. It's next to like Edwards Twenty Four and or the Edwards and Red Robins and the Improv. Like, just I, I we'll put it. We'll put the address in the link of the description. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So go check out Big City Wings, especially this Saturday, to watch the Texans playoff game. It's a home playoff game, so if you're not going to the game. Make sure you head to your nearest Big City Wings if you're not going to the marquee location. Get some wings, get some beers, watch some Texans football, winning a playoff game. We're going to speak that into existence, winning a playoff game in Houston on a Saturday afternoon so you don't have to play on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm ready to play. I'm ready for a Sunday playoff game. There it That's is. what I'm ready for. There it is. Yeah. And this uh, podcast is also brought to you by Celebrity Mint. Go check out CelebrityMint.com to go check out the Ric Flair, Mike Tyson, and more collectibles they're all graded precious metals all the good stuff at celebrityment.com thank you for sponsoring this episode this has been play action takes apollo media's nfl podcast and noah is sick with covid and new york city classic (laughs) classic new york classic bundle up if you're going on the road this week like me i'm not going on the road but i'm going to do this in my apartment yeah well Crank it, like I said, crank it down to like 50 and just hang out. Drink a drink a cup of coffee or hot cocoa and enjoy enjoy the enjoy that game, man. We'll, we'll talk about it later this week. Yeah, we'll see you back Thursday. Let's watch some football. Hey, watch NFL, watch football.